Welcome to Courtside Talk. It's your boy Matt in the building. We got the NBA MVP ladder week nine and your co-host Peter Atwa from Storm Fitness in the building. What's up, bro? You already know who it is. It's Mr. Feast to Mr. Beast back at it again. Let's we go. Are, we are here going Let's through the NBA go. MVP ladder. So week nine. we want to know who your Himothy of the week is. Let us know who your number one MVP dark horse is in the comment section. All right. Yes, sir. Make sure you like and subscribe to NBA Courtside Talk. All of that. And we are going to get started with the honorable mentions. Let's start off with Devin Booker, who was very hot to start the season. He was in the top five of the NBA MVP race, and he recently dropped out of the top 10. What's going on with Booker? Very hot to very not. Yo, this guy is dropping quick. Dropping faster than the Kanye news, man. Things are getting spicy over there. It's getting hot out in Phoenix. Nah, man. uh, I'm reading a lot of things. They're they're four and six. They're four and six in their last ten. I was it like one and six since uh, Kanye exposed CP3 for crushing his wife. Um, it's pretty tough, bro. It's, it's crushing their record. Talk is crushing their record, crushing their chemistry. And, uh, yeah, D books dropping because of that. Some light skin behavior, uh, at, at, at bay right there. Yeah. I feel like it's not his fault though. I feel like they overuse him. Uh, Aiden's been in and out of the lineup. Cam Johnson's been out. CP three was out like 15 games. I think they just, they don't have enough help surrounding him. He has to do a lot of Timothy basketball. You're right. You're right. It's it. You know, it's like a lot of like back back to before the the Suns were relevant. You know, Devin Booker was kind of snapping in those in those L's, and you know, guys like McCall Bridges, they got to step it up and and yeah, start putting up numbers if they're healthy. If uh, if other guys are going to be in and out of the lineup, in and out of Kim Kardashian's cheeks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, moving. <laughs> Yo, I think Dame Dalla might creep back in this list if the if the Blazers keep uh, contending or not contending, but in the playoff mix, and he's dropping ten threes a game like he's been doing. I could see him definitely be in the top ten. I was gonna say of of all the honorable mentions, I would I would probably say Damian Lillard has got the uh, the best chance of of getting into the, cracking that top five, being just more than a. Uh, a name we talk 100%. about just because he's doing really well. hundred percent. Right? All right. Uh, moving on to the next five, we'll briefly mention them. I guess Curry's going to drop out of this race because of his shoulder injury. Um, yeah, tough. Yeah. I, I think realistically, you know, Embiid and Doncic, I think they have the highest chances of actually cracking the top five because they're used to being in the top five. Yeah. And I guess if the Pelicans stay, at the top of the West, of course, Zion will start creeping in, but I just feel like Luca and Joel have the best chances of, of making the top five. What do you think? I, I know everybody in this top 10, like 10, 10 through one, are all doing like historic things we've never seen before. But Luca's kind of got that, like, that, 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 that him feeling. Factor. Yeah, that factor. <laughs> we haven't seen him win an MVP yet. You know, the team around him is kind of. It's kind of dog water. They got a, kind of got that like that like when LeBron was the only like relevant player on the Cavs type of feel to it. So 
I don't know. He, he He's definitely going to crack back up. Like you saw last week, he was number three, he dropped to number six. Okay. Tied with Zion. And you know, Zion's Zion's there because Pelicans are number one in, in the West right now. Right. So rightfully so he's there and, and Luca's up there too. So I think Luca could, could creep back in if the Mavericks start to, you know, actually play better basketball and start winning a little bit more. And that's going to be tough because they're losing players too. So they got to make some moves ASAP Rocky. So not just they can win, but Luca can push back up into that top three. Yeah. And I think Joel Embiid, he's like, you know, he's been putting up monster games. So I could definitely see him going in the top five as well. Moving no on to number Anthony. five. I was going to say no love for Anthony Davis. No uh, love he's been for snapping. LeBron. He's been yeah. snapping, but I just, I can't take him or LeBron serious for this race just because when we're speaking about like the top five, like I just feel like they're going to give you an edge every week yeah. that Anthony Davis can't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know that little run he just went on? If he plays like yeah. that for the rest of the season, sure, he's going to be in this race. But the real, I think, I think if he plays like that for the rest of the season, he'll be at five. <laughs> I don't think he'll, I don't think you. <laughs> I mean, he's been snapping. He like it's, it's worth being like, you know, even top three the way he's been snapping. But again, the question is, is it sustainable? Can he do it night in and night out? And I don't think so. Where with where the Lakers are at right now. Right. Let's creep right. back up to the guys jumping. Yes, sir. Number five, Kevin Durant, who's averaging a crazy. 30 points a game, seven rebounds, almost six assists. This guy is playing top-tier basketball. He's, you know, he's definitely at, in his prime. What do you think of how KD's been playing? Yo, I love the way he's playing. And for me, it's just like, I I just know that he's, he's villainized and the media is just so done with him. And they're, they're kind of, all, 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 all the, all the, all the things he says and he puts out there for himself kind of puts a bad taste in voters' mouth, and it's going to be tough for him to win the MVP, even if he's even if he's doing those type of MVP things. Uh, I think, you know, the 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 record has been great for the Brooklyn Nets, but it's it's kind of just like the same reason why even KD's fans want him to put a shoe in his mouth because now like it's going to be tough for him to get those awards when you're kind of screwing around with the guys voted for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think at the end of the day with Kyrie being back and them clicking together, uh, and I think they're on like a nine game winning streak, something crazy like that. So as long as they keep winning and Kyrie and KD are playing that 50, 40, 90 game that they're used to playing, this team always has a chance. Uh, despite I, Ben I Simmons mean, playing like a bum. They have a chance to do well, but I just don't I don't see Kevin Durant having a legitimate chance at the MVP this really? year. Really? 100%. Because okay. of because of the shit he's been talking, because of the, the the disrespect that he's given to his own teammates, and I know he puts up numbers and he puts his money where his mouth is and he's just that dude, but again, if you can't bite the hands feeding you the awards, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what it comes down to, and that's. I don't. I don't think it's about him chatting shit, though. I disagree about that. If he, nah, yo, at the end of the day, this is performance man. award. This is performance. You could chat all the shit you want. It might affect you when when it comes to like the first, the finalists. But like, yo, as long as you're playing be- the best basketball, like, you know, you always have a chance. Oh man, you can't be a dickheaded. You can't be a dickheaded. Yes, you can. No, I, I wish. I wish. I wish uh, because then right. it would be legit. It would be a legitimate. 
it would be a legitimate race. But that's just not the way it works. Well, these guys have feelings. These guys that are voting also have egos. They get, you know, Ke Kevin Durant is like, yo, everybody shut up. You guys are less than me. And I, and I, and I get that. On the court, you're the best in the world. Everybody is like that. But these guys got to vote for you to get to for you to get MVP. Valid point. All right, let's move on to number four. Probably the most exciting player in the NBA, John ja Morant, who, you know, he's been in and out of the lineup a little bit, but, you know, this team keeps winning. He was at number five. He's coming in number four. Uh, he is someone who's a little underrated. I don't think people think John ja Morant when they think of the MVP award, but his play is so loud and speaks so much volumes. We can't ignore him on this race. What do you think of John ja Morant? This team is doing amazing with their record, with their wins. They're missing guys every night. Some nights it's John Morant. Some nights they're missing. Um, they're missing Desmond Bain. A lot of the season he's missed this season. And that's their number two guy. And he's been their number two guy, not just this season before he got injured, but last season as well. You know, John Morant gave him that MIP, his own MIP award saying, yo, this is my guy who's most who I feel is most improved, and he's been missing him all season. Jaron Jackson Jr. is back in the lineup, so it's good to see. But uh, again, I feel like John Morant's just going to get that. He's going to suffer from that in and out of lineup syndrome where he's going to have amazing games when he's in, and he's going to remind us of what he's doing. He's going to jump from five to four, from five to three some nights, and then next week he's going to drop down to six. He's going to drop down to eight when he misses games. It just happens a lot with him. Yo, they smacked the shit out of the Bucks. Yeah, they did. But like again, like when you miss games, it's tough to get. It's tough to get voted for, man. We'll see. Well, hopefully, he can stay healthy. Let's move on to number three. This guy, there's no denying him in this race. You could try oh, to man. box him out as much as you can, and he will stay in this race. Nikola Jokic. His story. Basketball master, averaging 25 points, 10 rebounds, and nine, almost a triple-double. One assist away from a triple-double. Uh, and the Nuggets are back to winning. What do you think of Nikola Jokic's performances lately? And it's, it's, it's winning basketball. He's missing guys as well. He's getting it done with dudes in and out of the lineup. Jamal Murray's finally woken up. It took him a while to get going, and that was kind of why the – the Nuggets were kind of hovering on that mediocre level at the beginning of the season because and Bones Highland is him. Was that? Oh yeah, he, he stepped it up for them too. But again, Nikola Jokic does so much in creating opportunities for his teammates. So guys that are doing so well, stepping back into the lineup, it's easy for them to do well because Nikola Jokic just makes it makes it so easy for them. Uh, he might win his third MVP. Only uh, one other dude has done that. Mr. Was it Larry Bird? Mr. Larry Bird, yeah. Will, will be the only uh, uh, the only other guy to win. I think it was Michael MVPs. Jordan. Was it Michael Jordan? The the back-to-back -back uh, three in a row. Three in a row MVPs would be Larry Bird. Are you sure? Yeah, bro. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah, but Nikola Jokic. Is... That's if he wins. That's if he wins. You know, it might be tough. They're saying Jordan and Shaq are the only three, are, are the only people to win the award three consecutive seasons. Wow. So, yeah, that would be... Regardless, regardless, I think uh, Nikola Jokic is, uh, you know, it's hard to win three times. It's, and especially, especially like... when you haven't won. 
right? And so, you know, he's going on. He's He can win it, man. Honestly, I think Nikola Jokic will be a finalist, 100% guaranteed. Uh, the question is, can he win it and take that extra step over the last, uh, you know, second place and third place? That would be that would be what's in question here. But again, uh, Nikola Jokic is probably going to stay in this race. So definitely keep an eye on his name. My only ordeal and argument against Nikola Jokic would be the fact that he's not a champion yet. And three MVPs is championship caliber legacy type awards. So, yeah, I mean, it's a regular season award. There's a bunch of it is. It's a bunch of people like, you know, Steve Nash, Iverson. There's a bunch of like players who won it and, you know. Didn't really necessarily win championships, but I agree with what you're saying. It definitely has. It comes with the expectation. You know, it comes with the expectation. Hundred percent. Yeah. Number two, your guy Giannis. I honestly expect him to drop a little bit more after getting smacked uh, against Memphis. Uh, That was pretty disappointing. Even on his worst, even on his worst days, he's still that guy, bro. He's still that guy. He's been he's been amazing lately with uh, you know scoring thirty points a game for the last couple games. Um. Yeah, I, it's, it seems like, I guess, the downfall of Giannis, the conversation that will be negatively affecting him the whole season is, can you lead this team without Chris Middleton? Because at yeah. the end of the day, when you win, when you have won MVPs before, the expectation of you is higher than the, the, than the players who haven't won, right? They want you to bring something more to the table. Same thing as Jokic, same thing as anyone who's won it before. LeBron, there's just a higher expectation. Can you bring something new to the table? Curry mm-hmm. as well, right? So I feel like uh, with Giannis, I feel like they want to see uh, more success even without Middleton in the lineup. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think the negativity is behind Giannis? Um, again, it's it's kind of like the say the same thing with with our other guys that are putting up historic numbers, but their teams are a little bit struggling. That's why Giannis has got the the edge over them because he's putting up historic numbers. And even when he is struggling, he still finds a way for his team to get it done and get the dubs. They did have a crazy loss last night and Middleton was just uh, pooping the bed and the whole team was kind of pooping the bed. But I think the key for Giannis to go from number two to that number one level is to figure out how to get it done with Middleton out. You got Drew Holiday doing amazing. You got role players that are stars in their roles doing great. Figure out how to get it done, whether Middleton is in and out of the lineup, and then that'll get you the number one. That's my only thing for Giannis. I think that's what he's missing, and that's why he's going to hover at number two. There's nothing. There's no reason for him not to be number one outside of that. Yeah, I think it's also about closing games uh, and things of that nature. Like The Bucks have lost two of their last three even though they stay on top of the East. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess it's about closing games, kind of a, like you mentioned previously. Um, and, all right, number one, he is playing oh. the most him basketball in the entire league. He is... He's him! There's no dispute that this is the best player in the league right now. It's Jason Tatum at you, number one. But you know, he, this is a player who... Is he is a superstar, but when it comes to this award, he was never taken seriously as a finalist. But with how the Celtics have been dominating, it's hard to ignore how impressive a lot of his 40-point games is 
and how much he's involving the teammates he has with him, him and Jalen Brown being one of the best one-two punches in the league. So tell me about Jason Tatum. I know you're high on him. Rest in peace, but this dude reminds me of my boy Kobe, dog. This guy is a light-skinned Kobe Bryant, and he is on a mission. When he hits the court, it is just blinders. I have one job, and it is to make sure that I bury this team because I need to do that every night to get to this chip. He's on a mission, bro. It's no it's no smiling. It's no fun and games. It's just quick dap-ups. When we're up 20, all right, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to take this rest. Bro. There's no there's no slick stuff. It's just it's just straight footwork and buckets every time he gets the ball. And he's really leading this team. He's playmaking. And that was one of the biggest missing factors as to Absolutely. why the Celtics were struggling. It's why they struggled in the finals. They didn't yeah. have that. They didn't have that that star player to, you know, when I'm getting double tripled, I'm going to find my guy get it to him, get it to the next guy, the hockey assist. He's willing to make the hockey pass now. He's willing to make that pass-to-pass assist. And that's super important for your stars to do so that you can get it done against those triple teams. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Boston seems to be, you know, doing really, really well when he takes over at the end of games. So it's not only, like you said, the playmaking that's different, but the way he's closing games, he's a bit more dominant than previous seasons. So um, rightfully so, I think Jason Tatum is going to stay in this conversation uh, so as long as he's being dominant and leading the Celtics to, you know, number one, number two seed in the East. All right, this is the NBA MVP ladder week nine. If you're still watching, thank you. Make sure you like. Subscribe. You're him if you're still watching. You're him, him if you're still watching. <laughs> we appreciate you. Uh, look out for week the 10 real NBA power rankings coming soon. And we out. Out, yeah. Good job.